The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your new or existing home is one of your most important assets, yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Hello out there, and welcome to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, and we are here to keep it real about real estate. So real, in fact, we say it twice. Do you like that? Yeah, I came up with that all by myself. Real Real Estate Today. So we're going to tell you everything you need to know about buying and selling homes from first-time home buyers to investors. There's going to be something for everyone, even people just staying in their home, how to protect this important asset. We're going to cover topics like how do you get a realtor to call you back? That's my favorite one, right? How do you find a lender? And what the heck does escrow mean? You know, I remember so clearly being 24, 25 years old and asking my dad that very question. What the heck does escrow mean? I still didn't understand this explanation. Sorry, Dad. Um, every day I have people coming into my office or emailing me, telling me that they just don't even know what questions to ask. They don't even know where to start. They say, you know, no one ever taught me this life skill in school. Where are we supposed to learn it from? So where are they getting their information from? You know, I think a lot of people are getting it from friends who may or may not have gotten the best advice. And then it kind of becomes like that game of telephone where the real estate advice gets passed over Facebook and text messages and it gets jumbled. And most buyers and sellers just end up more confused than they were to begin with. Then there's my favorite reality TV. A lot of people get their advice from that. You know, my boyfriend says that he watches million-dollar listings so that he knows how I spend my time on a daily basis. I'm pretty sure I've never negotiated a $5 million deal over sushi and uh, martinis and glasses, served in glasses made of Russian ice. Um, I did once have a realtor call me because he was out of town on spring break and he wanted to know if my client was going to make an offer on one of his listings because he wanted to know if he could get drunk or not. It was about as classy as we get in, the real, in my real estate world anyway. It's the real real estate world. So um, speaking of classy, before we get too far into the show, I do have some people here to help me and I want to go ahead and introduce this cast of characters joining me here and the uh, Real Real Estate Today studio, which is actually my office, uh, from the West Wing, I think, joining me on hopefully all of my upcoming shows is my sister in the trenches, Karen Rassel. Karen, are you there? I am here. Hello. Hi, Karen. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So Karen is a mortgage loan originator at Hallmark Home Mortgage. Um, and uh, I just I have one question for you, Karen, to start with, and then we're going to talk to you a little bit more later in the show, but why don't lenders have their own reality TV show? Why is it that realtors get all the glory? You know, that's a fantastic question. I would love it if a 
if a camera crew would follow us around our market and just kind of see how everything does take place behind the scenes from the pre-approval to just in the mortgage process and then up to the loan closing. I think that's a great idea. We should look into that. Well, you know, we always laugh when we watch those reality shows because they're always like, got to get this done before the open house. Open house is in two weeks, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, who's setting that deadline? So I envision this like, you know, we have to start this loan application before the feds change the rules again because that did happen last year somewhat where there was some drama about meeting deadlines or, um, you know, wanting to get rates locked before they go up. So um, I don't know. Maybe that's our million-dollar idea, right? We'll come up with a, a lender reality show. There you go. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you a little bit more later in today's show, but please chime in whenever because I'm sure people don't want to hear me just drone on for an hour. Um, Also in the background joining me is uh, my lovely associate producer, Rachel, and I want to tell you she has the sweetest angel face, but she curses like a sailor, so we can't have her on mic. But if you tweet me or you message me on Facebook during the show, she'll get that question to me, and we'll either answer it during this show or an upcoming show in our listener questions segment, um, we'll, uh, or we'll answer it on Facebook. So you can tweet me at, Rachel, tell me if I'm getting this right because I'm old, uh, at Deb Tomorrow, at, at the little at sign, right? D-E-B-T-O-M-A-R-O. That's my Twitter handle, right? And then um, you can also look me up on Facebook. What's the easiest way to do that? Probably just Deb Tomorrow Realtor. So D-E-B-T-O-M-A-R-O. It's like tomato, but with an R that confuses people. Have you ever tried to pick up a pizza and your last name's tomorrow? It's not so easy. You go in and you say, I have a pizza for tomorrow. And then they say, why are you here today? Hilarity <laughs> ensues. Okay. So let's uh, dispel some of the myths about reality TV. I- I'm not here to disparage reality TV. I love it as much as the next person. Karen, what's your favorite reality TV show? Uh, probably Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, my goodness. we're talking okay. non-real estate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real? It's... It, it may not be real. No, but one of my favorite, my, one of my favorite shows is, um, is on HGTV, which I know, again, is one of your favorites, favorite channels. Awesome. Rachel, what's your favorite show? I know you can't hear any on the mic. She wasn't expecting me to ask her a question. She doesn't know. Well, mine, see, this has nothing to do with real estate, but at the moment, my favorite H, uh, reality show is Long Island Medium gets me every time dissolved into tears. And I also really like Northwood's Law because we go to Maine every year and it's about Maine and I love it. Okay, they're like rescue little baby skunks and stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, but real estate shows totally stress me out because that's what I do 18 hours a day anyways. So you kind of, people who live real estate kind of need a break. And just as much as my kitchen is nothing like Top Chef and my closet, unfortunately, is nothing like Project Runway, Real estate really isn't anything like House Hunters or that, what's that flippy floppy show, flipper flop or whatever. That one is the one with the deadline for open houses that always drive me crazy. Um, or there's that one everybody's been talking about where everybody loves Joanna and there's some other guy there too, Chuck or Chip, Chip. There you go. Um, I've never seen that one. Have you seen that, Karen? I have. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, well, let me read you some excerpts from an article uh, from Newest News and World Report. It's written by a woman named Susan Johnson Taylor. It's from 2013, but really nothing's changed, and hopefully it's not going to um, you know, ruin some people's illusions about uh, HGTV or reality television show. From million-dollar island bungalows to multifamily homes in the burbs, reality TV shows on Bravo, HGTV, and other networks take viewers behind the scenes of the home buying process. 
In 2012, a Texas couple who appeared on House Hunters revealed that two of the houses they toured on camera weren't even on the market. They scrambled to find properties similar to the one they bought and wound up touring friends' houses on camera. Some viewers were outraged. Outraged. Mm -hmm. But HGTV didn't deny it. In fact, production crews don't start shooting until after a deal is actually closed in case things fall through, according to a gentleman named Herman Chan, who's a San Francisco real estate broker who has appeared on HGTV's House Hunters. He says that properties that homebuyers tour may or may not have been on the market when the homebuyer started looking. For another show called Selling L.A., crews film about 40 hours of footage over several months and cut it down to just 9 or 10 minutes story. The process from house showings to closings takes only about 22 minutes on TV, but in real life, it can take several months, don't you know it? Reality shows rarely feature home buyers doing important tasks such as choosing an agent. We're going to talk about that. Talking with home inspectors, and that's a show topic, or applying for a mortgage. So, um, we are going to talk about some of those things that obviously TV deems a little boring um, because I think Karen and I don't think it's boring. Um, it's what's real and it's what is going to help you make the smart decisions that are right for you. There is not one size fits all answers to any real estate question. So we are not going to say, here's the process and here's exactly what you need to do. But we are going to do our best to arm you with the knowledge so that you can think through and make the best decisions possible because knowledge is power, right? We've all heard that saying. So I have a new slogan that I think I made up. I don't know. It's one of those where maybe I heard it somewhere once and now I'm taking credit for it. So forgive me if that's true. But my new slogan is demand to understand. Demand to understand what you are signing, what you are offering, what you are agreeing to, what those loan documents say. Demand to understand so that you can make the best decisions possible for your family and your life. Um, okay. Karen, any questions yeah. so far? None so far, but I did just remember the, sh the show with Chip and Joanna Gaines is called Fixer Upper. I was drawing a oh. blank earlier, but that is that show uh, where they rehab the homes and they are gorgeous in the end. Gotcha. I need to look that up on the schedule and probably watch it because all my clients talk about it and I just pretend like I know what, um, what, uh, what they're talking about. I've heard the show. But anyways, so we are going to uh, talk about me, which is really kind of uncomfortable for me, to be honest. But I felt like in order to introduce this series of shows, you kind of need to know who I am um, so that you can decide whether, you're so whether I'm someone you want to take advice from or not. So, um, I love lists, so that's the first thing you need to know about me. When I was a kid, I would go into my dad's study, and he would have all these books of, a book of lists, and there was a whole series of them, uh, volume one, two, three, four, and I just loved those books. I don't know why, so the show is going to be about lists. Um, so here are 10 things you need to know about me. We're going to kind of work through those, and then we're going to go through some things that you might want to know about Karen as well. So the first thing that I want to talk about is my first home buying experience, because that really frames everything that I do. Um, I was just a little 25-year-old working my first corporate job, and it was kind of one of those where I just figured, well, the next thing to do is to buy a house. Um, but to this day, I remember the absolute fog that I was in through the whole process. I really don't remember anything about it, except that at the closing table, there was this lady, and she kept shoving papers at me and saying, don't read them, just sign them, just sign them, just sign them. And then, as soon as I signed everything, my realtor took me into another room and told me that the sellers weren't going to give me possession of the house 
when we had agreed to in the legally binding contract. And he waited until I signed everything and then told me, "Mm, sorry, you can't move in when you thought you were going to move in. I had friends that had taken off work, uh, moving trucks reserved, everything in the works, and was basically told there's nothing I can do about it. Um, And I I didn't know what to do about it because I was new. I had nowhere to turn to. I remember calling an attorney and saying, what can I do? And they just laughed at me and they were like, you know, it's just not that big of a deal. You just need to suck it up. But for some reason, I still felt, I felt slighted um, and I felt confused. So that experience influences everything I do in real estate every day. Um, It certainly wasn't the end of the world, but feeling taken advantage of and powerless on a day that should have been really exciting because I was buying my first house. Um, really taints everything um, going forward. One of the best compliments I ever got from a client, flash forward 20 years, when I uh, got into real estate, was that after she signed all the paperwork to make an offer on a house, she called up her dad, who was a banker, and proudly told him that she understood everything she had just signed. Uh, She said her family was impressed, not because my client wasn't smart enough to understand, but because none of them had ever really fully understood any purchase agreements that they had signed. Um, So I teaching people and educating them and helping them understand so that they can make smart decisions is really what I'm about. So again, I say, I feel like Elle Woods in the Legally Blonde too. Take a stand, America. Demand to understand. Karen, what do you remember about your first home buying experience? Well, I don't think it wasn't like that um, as yours was, but I do recall now in hindsight, I ended up going through what is now called a subprime window. And Ooh. I'm not even why I even went that route. I think I just thought, oh, you know, my credit scores are iffy, and I, I've been in the banking industry and worked for financial institutions for over 20 years here in our market, but I thought, I don't think I meet the guidelines of a traditional mortgage, uh, you know, at the bank. So I found a company, a local company, that would help me get into a mortgage and, um I didn't understand a lot of what was happening. Um, I just knew I really wanted that house. Um, and needless to say, I was in a high, what's called now a higher-priced mortgage, um, struggled to keep those payments up. Um, it definitely wasn't what I try to do with my clients when they're in the home buying experience because, like yourself, I want to provide as much education as they can to these clients so that they can make an informed decision, so that they know, does this even make sense, even though the payment, the payment sounds reasonable, but, you know, does this whole thing make any sense? I kind of just jumped in, uh, you know, one eye open type of thing and thought, I'm getting the house and I'll figure it out later. So that was my first home buying experience. Excellent. So confusion as well, right? Absolutely. All right. Um, Let's go to the next thing you need to know about me, which is, well, we'll talk a little bit about where I am here in a little bit, but I want to talk about who I work for just because I feel like I want to disclose that, and it's a great company. I am a REMAX realtor, um, and we're going to do a show soon, I think, about how you become a realtor and what life is like as a realtor. Um, I've been the past couple of years mentoring new agents in our area, and it's been really fun sort of watching them go, oh, not really like what I thought, um, but still loving it. So short story is I'm an independent contractor and I own my own business, um, which is really, really cool. I never thought I would do that. I always thought I would just work in the corporate world. 
Um, but I stand with the Remax support system behind me, which is great. So I don't have to worry about um, the bookkeeping and stuff like that. They take care of that, and I can really focus on what I like to do, which is be out in the public um, working with people and selling houses. Um, so I guess this is where I say that the views and opinions expressed here are solely my own. I think the radio station has already said that for me, but uh, they are my own and not Remax's either. I do work out of the Remax Acclaimed Office, properties, Remax Acclaimed Properties Office here in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, and uh, and I, I love that system. It's worked really well for me. So that is a little bit of who I am. I think we'll go ahead and throw it to a break now, um, and we will regroup and be back in just a few minutes. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hey, it's good to have you back. Thanks for sticking with us. My email again is deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Remember, we're so real, we say it twice. So if someone besides my mother could email me and let me know they're listening to the show, that would be great. Hi, Mom. Um, We are going to get back to talking about just some stuff you might want to know about me so that you kind of know who you're listening uh, about. Um, And one of the things I wanted to talk about next on my list was my mission statement. Um, I created a mission statement, and please don't think that I'm, like, super lofty and think that much of myself because I really don't. Rachel can tell you that, right? Um, But I did once sort of focus in on my business as I was trying to grow it. Um, I've been a realtor for about nine years. So my mission statement is to strengthen local communities by helping people become smart home buyers, sellers, and owners. So let me tell you a little story about how I became a realtor, not all the gory details, but when I was thinking about getting into real estate, I was talking to a woman who had been a realtor for a very long time, and her first uh, statement to me was, oh, oh, no, dear, you're too smart to be a realtor. And I really didn't understand what that meant. And as is typical with me, I pretty much ignored the advice and just went about my way anyways and became a realtor. Um, over the nine years, I've kind of maybe understood it a little bit more, but it still is perplexing to me because, you know, buying a home is one of the biggest decisions a person can make in your life. Um, mistakes can be really costly and they can financially ruin 
a homeowner. So why wouldn't you want someone smart? If I, in fact, I am smart. Why wouldn't you want someone smart guiding you through the process? So we started, decided to take this theme and run with it, and that's why I created this mission statement. So whenever I'm looking for things to do to build my business, I go back to the mission statement and think about what are things that uh, are in keeping with that. So I've done things like created educational seminars. We teach um, first-time homebuyer seminars, blogs, newsletters, um, any way that I can to educate people about real estate. And in fact, my uh, I went to grad school for instructional design. It sounds kind of boring, um, but it's about training and teaching people. So um, sort of to make my mother happy, we're doing real estate and then also using my grad school uh, education. So this radio is really just a natural extension of that nagging voice inside my head that says, um, you know, strengthen the community. If you want to make a difference, just educate people and, and help them make good decisions. Um, I alluded to this before, so another thing you need to know about me, where am I? I am in Bloomington, Indiana, which is a glorious, small, are we a town or a city? We're a city. Very good for us. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, what, 60,000 people year-round and probably another 60,000 with the students of Indiana University go Hoosiers basketball. Um, So we're about an hour south of Indianapolis. Um, It's a college town, so that makes us kind of unique in our real estate patterns, um, but also in a lot of other ways as well. I don't know, Karen, what do you think people need to know about Bloomington? Well, I think people need to know it is definitely unique with having uh, Indiana University here as well as Cook Incorporated uh, Crane Naval Base. Uh, there's a lot of employers that draw people to Bloomington or people who come here for uh, to attend IU and then they end up staying like I did and now it's 24 mm-hmm. years later. So it's a, it's a very um, unique town with lots to offer in, in the sense of career, education, restaurants, you know, they say that 4th Street in Bloomington has more restaurants, you know, uh, than downtown New York. So, yeah. yeah. So, and, and what Karen was saying about the industry and what drives us at the university and some of the um, technology that we have going on here um, is what creates our interesting um, real estate market. So, our market is pretty hot right now, I guess I'd say for us. Um, and really, this is sort of my basis of experience. So, for example, over the past couple of weeks, you know, I've had several offers go to multiple offer situations where my clients up against two or three other buyers. Um, and we think that that's kind of crazy. We're like, wow, you know, that doesn't typically happen all the time. But then one of those clients who was up against two other offers last week told me that a friend of hers in Apex, North Carolina, I don't, do you know where that is? I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's lovely there, but in Apex, North Carolina, they had an offer on a house and they were up against 17 other offers. Isn't that crazy? Um, And the winning offer was $26,000 above list price. Um, And, you know, here it's like if you get $1,000 above list price, you're doing pretty good. So, you know, I always tell people that Bloomington is like buying bonds. It's a nice, solid, conservative investment. You're almost guaranteed not to lose, but you're certainly not going to double your money overnight. 
but you're not going to lose half your investment overnight either. We are solid. We are a busy environment, but we still have a small town feel. So it's a really nice mix. I'm not trying to sell you on Bloomington. I'm just trying to tell you the market that I live in. Um, you know, if I want to bond with clients, I go to the grocery store and, you know, and I run into clients all the time. Um, but, you know, we're Midwest and I think we're pretty representative of just a lot of the Midwest real estate market and just normal, typical buying and selling. There's another show, um, real estate show on the Voice American Network. I'll plug uh, Big Draco and his Good Morning New York, uh, Manhattan real estate. And it's fascinating to listen to because it's such a different world. And they use words like oligarchy, which we never use in Bloomington, Indiana. I'd have to look that up probably. Um, but it's just so interesting. They have co-ops and things that, you know, we never do around here. So um, two very different worlds, um, you know, and this is kind of, I think, what's real for a lot of, uh, of the country. Um, something else, let's see, what else is important to know about Bloomington? I-, I thought I would share the famous person who lives here because everyone knows John Mellencamp, right? So the big news was when he started dating Meg Ryan a few years ago. And it was all over Facebook who was going to be the first person to spot Meg Ryan. And guess where she was spotted? Did you hear this, Karen? No. Was she at the IU game? No. She was spotted at the Chick-fil-A in the mall. I saw Oh, my gosh. No. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But then they broke up. So now it's Christy Brinkley. But has anybody seen John Mellencamp and Christy Brinkley in town? No. Have you seen them? I have not. No. I'm pretty sure Christy Brinkley doesn't eat at the Chick-fil-A. So... But they do go to the IU game. So anyways, my point is that's where I am. Real estate is local. And again, I'm going to say it again. I'm not here to give you all the answers, but I'm here to empower you with the knowledge and the understanding of what questions you need to ask regarding your local uh, area so that you can make good and smart decisions. Uh, Let's see. What else do we want to talk about? I love old houses. Um, that's something else that I wanted to share with people. If you have questions about old houses, I'd love to do a show about old houses. I live in a 1927 home with all the original woodwork. And um, Rachel, maybe you can put up a story on Facebook. Um, the local newspaper did a story on my house a little while ago just because it's kind of cool. So, um, so if you have any questions about that, like I get that basements are wet and I get that floors are slopey. Um, we have an area in my house where you take a step and you think you're drunk because you lose your balance for a second because the floor a little slopier than what your foot normally expects. But if you have questions about living in old, uh, old houses, um, I'd be happy to talk about those. Something else you might want to know about me is that I do have um, a bunch of rental properties. I have about 20 rental properties. Um, so I'm always happy to talk about rentals and investing too. It's a, a great way to diversify your portfolio. So that's something that we're going to talk about as well. Um, and one of the other things I wanted to share, because I think it's telling us who I am, is what are my pet peeves about real estate? I don't want to sound negative, but anyways, um, terrible real estate agent photos. That is my, one of my biggest pet peeves about real estate. I always hire a professional photographer regardless of the price point of the home because I think it's so important. But if you need a laugh, and we should, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see these because I share them all the time, terriblerealestateagentphotos.com, hysterical. Um, they need to sponsor my show, and I need to sponsor their web page. I think we need to get a little synergy going on there, so associate producer, go do. Um, I also hate bathroom pictures when you can see the agent in the mirror. So if you ever find those, post those on my Facebook page and we'll all get a good laugh at them. Um, And another pet peeve, I won't say this is something I hate, but it's something that drives me crazy is, Karen, this is for you, buyers who refuse to talk to lenders first. Karen, you run into people who like don't want to talk to lenders? um, I do all the time. And I know in our market and because 
it is a seller's market that the buyer needs to have talked to a lender, may not be me, but a lender, to get pre-approved or pre-qualified so that they can so they can be prepared to make that offer on the spot if that's the case. But that happens to me all the time. Uh, yeah, and we're going to have a show. Yet. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a show coming up that's going to talk about some of the ins and outs and what it means to be pre-qualified, um, and how you don't have to take an entire day off work in order to get pre-qualified. So it's not that complicated of a process, um, but how important it is. I know so many people say, you know, what well, I don't know, I don't want to pull my credit score. And then, you know, they end up getting behind the eight ball and losing out on houses. So um, that is something that is important, and we're going to talk about that as well. I'm going to take a few minutes to pummel Karen with some questions. Do you have things that you would like to share, or do you want me to just ask you really embarrassing questions? Because I'm good either way. You go ahead and just ask me whatever, ask me an embarrassing question. Go. Okay, when you go to a place and you have to give a last name, like, say, the car wash or a restaurant, what last name do you give? Uh, the last name that I, I give is Timberlake. Um, Timberlake, so like Justin? That, absolutely like Justin. So I go to the car dealer. I'm getting an oil change. Um, my car dealer washes my car. I hand them my key fob. They ask me the last name. It's Timberlake. We go into a restaurant. Okay. It's Timberlake. Not that it gets me seated any faster or you know, or anything like that. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a sick, twisted, you know, stalker-like thing that I have that, um, and my husband is okay with it, but that's the name that well, we give good. when we go into places. That's good. So now that we've gotten that out of the way and we all know that we can call you Mrs. Timberlake, um, how did you find your way into the mortgage business? Well, I found myself all around the mortgage business except actually doing mortgage loans. Um, 20 some years ago when I got into the banking world, um, I was support staff behind the scenes, loan operations. Um, I got into small business lending, so small commercial loans, like under a hundred thousand. And then I got into consumer lending, home equity loans, auto loans, debt consolidation, things like that. Um, I never, for whatever reason, it never dawned on me at that time to really you know, think about going into the mortgage world. And um, right before I joined the mortgage side, I was in our compliance department um, for two years. So handled a lot of the bank compliance at, when it came to regulations and laws and things like that regarding the loan. And so an opportunity came up that a mortgage position was open. I felt I had a good foundation. I'd done every other type of lending that the bank had to offer. And I found it the most fulfilling is to see people making their dreams come true because a lot of people think that getting a home is impossible or that it's not, you know, it's not made, it's not meant for them. So, um, but it's just a, it's a great experience to help people get into their very first home. Awesome. And so you've been in the mortgage business for how many years now? In the mortgage business, I've been in uh, for five years now. Okay. Bye. And I have a, a listener question for you from someone named Jack, which is, why can't I get a puppy? <laughs> because um, we're so busy that, uh, that puppies take a little bit of extra time and attention. Mm-hmm. And so if, okay. our, if the real estate world were to slow down some, maybe Jack could get a puppy in the future. There you go. So I was I was actually telling that so you could say you have a son you have two sons. 
I do. I have uh, two sons, Jonathan. He's he's 19. He's a freshman at the University of Southern Indiana. And then I have Jack, who is uh, nine years old, and he is in third grade. So there's a there's a little span there between the two, but I don't think I could have done it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you young, right? Because you know I have absolutely twins, right? they're, they're puppies, so they're not real twins, and they're nine months old tomorrow. And uh, they do keep you busy. Um, we can put some pictures of my puppies up on because they're just ridiculously cute. Um, okay. Other things that you want people to know about you? You know, just what I said earlier, you know, that I just I like to educate the client so at least when they leave my office, they have as much information as I can possibly share with them and provide to them. Like you talked about what are escrows. And in Indiana, that means something different than, you know, the yes. West Coast. And um, so it was important for me to, to educate buyers. And the only, I guess my only one thing I would say that I try to get people to do or that might even be a pet peeve is that I'm willing to help you as much as I can, but you have to also be willing to help yourself. Uh, sometimes you will have buyers who it's like you're you're chasing them down for the pay stub or whatever that you're needed or that you need, but they're not really responding. And it's like, who wants this house? Like, you know, if you want this house, let's try to get these items in, that type of thing. So I try to tell people up front, I am here to help you and guide you through the mortgage process as much as I can, but it's also I won't be doing more than what you're going to be putting in. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. I mean, I think I'm right there with you that, Again, it's not one of those situations where you want people to come out in a fog and not understand why the things happened that they did. You want them to demand to understand, and that means being involved in the process. And we will certainly guide you and advise you, but not necessarily, you know, sign your name to the paper for you. So we are heading into our final break. So stick around, and we will be back to wrap up and maybe do some listener mail. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. 
That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Awesome. We're back. Thanks for sticking with us. So this last segment of the show, I'd like it to become sort of a listener mail um, segment. I don't necessarily have any questions because um, for show, I don't think my mom has sent in that question yet that I told her to send in. Um, but uh, I, I, we want to know what questions you have. I, I'd love to hear what your story is. What's your house story? Um, do you have, you know, I'd love to give you my input. So please email me at deb at realrealestatetoday.com um, or you can tweet me at Deb Tomorrow. Or you can message me on Facebook. And if you have questions for Karen, too, you can message her on my Facebook page, and I will get that to her. Um, because what you're going to get from either one of us is honest advice. And it doesn't matter where in the country you are. We can certainly point you in the right direction. I have a nationwide, nationwide network of realtors um, through various groups that I'm associated with. So I can help you find a good realtor in your area um, to make sure that you are well taken care of. You know, if you go on to one of those homes.com or truly or one of those real estate websites that I know you all read it, look at it three o'clock in the morning on your iPads when you can't sleep, um, they have places where you can post questions. And as realtors, we get notified of those questions, especially when someone in our area is asking that question. So we'll get an email, hey, so-and-so asked a question about Bloomington, Indiana market. And I remember this one question years ago. It's probably been five years, but it sticks with me. But this uh, young lady was posting that she was 18. And or 18 or 19, and um, about to have her first child. She had a fiancé, and her question was pretty simple. She said, am I old enough to buy a house? And, of course, the realtors all jump on there, and they start answering, of course, I wish I had started when I was younger. You should take advantage of the historic low interest rates, all these really seemingly encouraging things. And uh, I read through all of those, and my head exploded. So then kind of wanted to scrape my brains off the walls and, and gathered myself. You know, I posted my answer, which was, it's not a matter of age. There's so many other questions that you need to think about. It's, you know, are you ready to mow a lawn? What do you do if the furnace goes out? Um, you know, what if you decide you want to join the Peace Corps in a year? Where is your life going? How stable are you? There's so many questions that you need to ask. Um, so, again, it's not, I can't answer that yes or no question for you. It's just kind of what this young lady was looking for. Uh, and there were plenty of people willing to give her the yes answer. Um, but that's sort of the goal of what we're trying to get at. So if you uh, send in a question, those are probably going to be the answers that you get from me, more questions. Um, and I did have one question, though, that I thought we would talk about um, because it's just something I'm hearing a lot. We're all talking about what, uh, what the real estate market is doing right now. It's sort of national news um, that there's no inventory. That's the phrase that we're hearing again over and over again. There's no inventory. There's no inventory. Um, and so my question is, I keep hearing realtors complain that there's no inventory. Why is that? Um, and I read an interesting article last night, but you have to put your math hat on for it. You got your calculators out? You ready, Karen? Math. I am ready. Okay. So I read this blurb by this guy. His name is Lawrence Yoon, who's the chief economist for National Association of Realtors. I tell you, economists have got to be some of the smartest people out there because it makes my eyes cross. But from 2009 to today, so in the past six to seven years, there have been 5.6 million new homes, apartments, and condos built. So new housing units, 5.6 million, which sounds like a lot. And over that same period of time, 1.7 million places were deemed uninhabitable and were torn down. So we have a net gain of 3.9 million new abodes or housing units. So that seems like that should be adequate over that time period since 2009. But in fact, we have added, golly, 17.9 million people to our country. Isn't that crazy? Uh, And the average household is two and a half people. 
Um, I don't know where the half comes from. But that means that we would need 6.9 million new housing units to cover those 17, almost 18 million new people. And we've only added 3.9 million, which is 3 million short. So that's a lot of what's going on. Um, back in the day, you know, Karen, you mentioned when you had a subprime loan, all that good stuff. A lot of builders went uh, under. A lot of the new home construction stopped. And so the new construction, the new units, uh, housing units that we're adding to the market has just really slowed down. Um, and it was really interesting because when I read this last night, it jogged my memory um, that there was a VP at a local bank about seven years ago. Karen, you know him, Christine. He showed me a report that the bank had commissioned about housing, and it showed the same prediction. And he said that the bank owns some properties, and they're just going to hold on to them because they figured there's going to be shortage sometime soon in the next eight to ten years, and we just take advantage of it then. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. And now, in retrospect, like, wow, that really is happening. Um, and so population increasing at one rate, housing not keeping up, we are definitely going to be in a real crunch. Um, and uh, it's something to, to keep track of, certainly as a seller's market here like I've never seen in nine years. I don't know, Karen, you're seeing the same thing? I am definitely see- I've never seen this before. No, I, I'm getting offers that are coming in, like you mentioned earlier, over over loose price just so that they can secure the home. And yeah. um, I think you talked about you had a house that went on the market, and a couple hours later, like two or three hours later, you had an accepted offer. Yeah, last Monday it was a condo, and uh, we put it uh, out for the world to see at about 11 a.m. on Monday, and by about 2.30, we had an accepted offer. Hadn't had a showing yet. They bought it sight unseen. <laughs> seems to be going well, so I'm excited about that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a new one. And like I said, I've been up against three, four offers, which I've never, you know, sometimes you're up against one other offer, but three, four at a time, all within a day being on the market. It's tough. You know, someone calls you and they say, hey, there's this new house that came, came on the market. We have to go see it within an hour because by 11 o'clock that night, it's going to have multiple offers. Um, and uh, that, that's the life of the realtor. That's my typical Saturday, running around uh, – trying to get in to see these houses before they go. Um, one of the things that uh, Karen reminded me when uh, she and I teach homebuyer seminars together and we sort of break it up into segments and at the end of each segment I always talk about what my top tip is. So if you don't remember anything else from today or from this segment, I just want you to remember one thing. Um, so I, I give Karen props for this, so we're going to call it Karen's Top Tips. Um, and that is, uh, my, my top tip is to listen to the show. That's a good tip, right? No, that's not actually my that tip. Is a great Please come tip. back next week. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, come back next week and, and you, you won't regret it. But um, my bonus tip, and really the serious one is, uh, I say with all seriousness, demand to understand. You have the right to understand. It's really not that complicated. It seems very, very daunting. But if you have someone good guiding you, and explaining the processes, whether you're buying or whether you're selling, um, and, and just keeping you informed and communicating well, then you will understand it, and you'll be able to take control um, of, of your own decisions and, and make the right decisions for you and your family. So demand to understand. We have T-shirts on order, right? We should probably have some T-shirts made up for that. I think that's a pretty good idea. So sure. um, next, yeah. Um, so next week we are going to talk about 10 things you need to know about working with a realtor. Um, so, Karen, do you know what limited agency means? Do you don't have to answer the question? I know enough to be dangerous. How's that answer? Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about what limited agency means. Uh, we're going to talk about procuring cause, which is another good one. 
Um, but I think my favorite tip and probably what we're going to spend a lot of time on is how the heck do you get a realtor to call you back? Do you ever have that problem, Karen? Um, I absolutely. I'm I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to hearing what these ten things that I need to know about realtors. Yes. How do you get called? So that's the price of worth of price of admission right there. I think I always tell people that the two top complaints I get when I start talking with people is uh, with buyers, uh, somebody who's tried to work with a realtor before, is they won't call me back and they want me to spend more than I'm comfortable spending. So um, there are some tricks. Not that you should have to do tricks, but there are things I think that a buyer can do um, that uh, will just make it easier, um, make them, I don't want to say enticing because it's not like you're trying to sell yourself, but it legitimizes you as a buyer. Because obviously, you know, we also get a lot of crazy calls where, you know, someone who, you know, is calling about a million dollar house that, you know, is way out of out of the ballpark. So, um, and, uh, oh, here's another one of my favorites. I, I ran into a client a couple of weeks ago and she was reminding her daughter who I was. And she said, oh, is that the one with the yellow hair who's really fun and she can open all those doors? And she was like, how does she open all those doors anyways? Which I thought was pretty hysterical. So we are going to talk about those things. Um, reminder, look for me on Facebook, um, Deb Tomorrow Realtor, and uh Look for me on Twitter as well at Deb Tomorrow, D-E-B-T-O-M-A-R-O. And you can email me, Deb, at realrealestatetoday.com. Remember, we are so real. We say it twice. Um, I want to thank everyone for oh, getting us through this. First show is always a little nerve-wracking, and uh, it's, it's gone so fast. And uh, we look forward to seeing all of you next week. So uh, keep it real. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.